Folks, I am super fired up to have today's guest on the show. This gentleman is a musician, a market analyst, and crypto trader. A man who wears many hats. He's a chiseled day trader with years of experience across multiple cryptocurrencies. He's also a crypto influencer with over 100,000 followers on Twitter. Not a big deal. Present day, you'll find him providing crypto analysis for Currency.com or creating music videos that are popping off across the world. I'm very pleased to welcome to the Crypto News Podcast, John Doe. John, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on, Matt. How's it going? You love that intro, eh? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I could could see you laughing in the background there. That's good stuff. I think you are Canadian number three on the pod. I always love to see that. Makes me a happy man. Where are you at in Canada right now? I'm in uh, Edmonton, Alberta, west, west side. Beautiful, beautiful Edmonton, Alberta. I love that. Too bad the Oilers just got knocked out. Yeah, I know. I've seen a lot of guys talking about that. They they blew like a four four one lead or something like that. Yeah, that was that was a rough game to watch. For those of you who don't know, Edmonton is one of the biggest cities in Canada on the west coast. Very close to beautiful places in Alberta, like Banff. You ever see that that mystic sort of light blue turquoise lake? Uh, with mountains oh, yeah. in the background and pine trees, it's just an absolute spot. Go check that out. That is what hour and a half away from Banff. Yeah, uh, yeah, like two two hours probably. Two hours depends how fast you're going. <laughs> <laughs> depends <laughs> depends how fast you're going. So you you've done some incredible projects in your career, and you've you've really gone headfirst into crypto, and your success shows. And I always love seeing fellow Canadians popping off. So to begin, congratulations! Really proud of you. Happy for you. Um, I want to start with the music part. Now, I listened to a couple of your YouTube, your music videos on YouTube, rather, and yeah. you got into the game long ago. I saw you driving Porsches and Cali. Oh, yeah. Tell me, about, <laughs> tell me about a couple songs. How'd you get into the space? Yeah, like for for the music aspect, I kind of, I kind of got into music and Bitcoin. It was roughly around. They're both kind of related, you know. Like for music, yeah, I was just. It was something I was always passionate about. And then I came out with a few songs with a few friends just to be like, oh, let's, let's feel it out. But as the internet was growing around that time too, it was like 2011, 2012, all the social media apps popping off. I would put upload videos and then a lot of traction was catching on. So, and then I built a lot of contacts uh, throughout the States, traveled out there. I've done quite a bit of music videos. I've done a tour and done recorded a few, quite a few EPs with a big big producers and then that kind of evolved into crypto it's weird cuz there's not a lot of artists that evolve into crypto like like the route I'm going but the way that it has been so far right now I'm pretty excited on what's to come and what it what it, how it's how I'm seeing crypto grow and even myself as an artist that's uh that's so cool and it, like what made you get into bitcoin Cause I know you started off. Everyone starts with Bitcoin, but what made you get into it first? With Bitcoin, it was um, I had a friend in what state was he in? He was in the states. But when I was doing music and stuff, he acted. He had a lot of contacts with. It's weird to say this, but a lot of contacts on. Um, he helped out Soldier Boy in the beginning. So, so it's so weird. And then we we're just. He mentioned we were talking one day, and then it was he actually introduced me to Uber because I was in Vegas leaving a studio. And then I was going back to the hotel. It was like five in the morning. And he was like, download this app. This guy, I'm, I'm going to get this guy to come pick you up. Just get in and go to this hotel. And I was like, what? And then we didn't have, I didn't have a way to pay him back. So he said, oh, get this thing called Bitcoin and send it to me. And then I was like, oh, okay. So I did that. And then I went in the Uber. And then I was like, this is so weird. And then that was kind of like my first introduction. So my first use for Bitcoin was sending like transactions it wasn't for i didn't see think it was an investment or anything like that and here we are today and that uh, <laughs> yeah that, that uber would have would have given you 10 racks probably <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> you, expensive you, uber you can't win them all um so cool so yeah. present day you are again you're working on tons of different things you are a crypto influencer i know some people cringe at the word influencer but you you are you have over a hundred thousand followers you get crazy engagement people look up to you and and really follow yeah. and listen to what you say you're a day trader which i definitely want to get into you are a musician still to this day let's talk a little bit more about the music part you have a really cool project 
coming out oh, yeah. in regards to Satoshi. The ground floor is yours. Tell me more about that project. So this song, so as um as the music and crypto blend was happening, I was like thinking, I'm like, there's no artist right now that knows this much about crypto, like every, that's been through all the thing, events that has happened, and that and that could make a song and kind of make it sound legit, like it's not promoted promoting anything or anything like that, right? So when this song idea came to mind, I was like, I'm not like a top tier world known artist, so I'm like, some I could use this to my advantage and use the crypto growth, so I, it'll be more organic. So and then, this my name is Satoshi, came right when. Craig Wright and who was that? Roger Ver had that big hash for. Yeah. So, and then I was, the idea came then. And then I was just writing notes, writing notes. And then I finally recorded the song. And I have been making a lot of, a lot of changes to it. But the, basically, the song is a story about Satoshi. And then Satoshi is, he's talking about what has happened throughout crypto over the years, like the events and all the altcoins that has launched. And how nobody knows who he is and how he's changing the world. So that is what the song is about. And I, I, mean, I do mention a lot of people and events that has happened, such as that hash war I mentioned in altcoins. And then with the music video, that was since I had the song, I was sitting on the song, but I was like, this is this is a big event for crypto. Like it's not this song. I can't just put it out and let it, everyone forget about it. So I was like, this has to be part of match with a really good video. So and then the video, COVID came, and then because the plan was to shoot the music video in like real life, but then I was like, this probably I should probably just do an animated video and like live, like motion capture. So and then that's the route I went with the video, and then we got so many characters and cameos, and I think it's probably going to be a pilot for like a whole new video series in the crypto space. That's what that's what I think. Like I got all the stories. I got Satoshi. I got John McAfee in there, Craig Wright. I got Elon Musk. Uh, all the all the people you can think about, Mike Novogratz, Crypto Kobe. Uh, yeah, Kobe's in there. Like I, I put everyone in, and I put them in a way in the story that they'll be able to live on if if go with part two, part three, and it'll just keep going, right? So I think it, that is a really like I every person I've uh, kind of showed behind the scenes about it, they're like, wow, this is this is like a Pioneer, pioneer in crypto for music and, and when the way of NFTs and everything are going. It's, it's something pretty innovative. Oh, that's cool. And you gave me a little sneak peek on that. That was in yeah. the animation as well. Like, how, how do you do that? Are you working with a team to do that? Yeah. Yeah. That was the hard part too, was finding the right animation. Like, first I was going to do a comic book style. And then I was just looking around YouTube and then thinking, okay, what's going to fit best? And then that one video game came out, uh, Cyberpunk yeah. 2077. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when I seen that, I was like, "Wait, this kind of fits." So and then I was like, "Yeah, let's let's do that style." That is crypto written all over it. Yeah, exactly. So it's like perf- perfect fit. That's that's good shit. Um, tell me, tell me about the future of the music industry in regards to crypto. Like two absolutely massive <clears throat> industries. You've already seen a lot of artists coming out with NFTs. Um, yeah. Blau's done it and heck guys made what 10, 10, 15, 20 schmil on that already. Um, yeah. You got a lot of artists who are going the NFT route. What other routes are there? And like, what do you see sort of the future of the music X crypto industry looking like? Well, so far right now, as I look, more and more artists are becoming like crypto traders, I would say. Maybe we'll find a new name for it. But yeah, everyone's going into crypto and the way we all have access to the internet and our phones everybody's becoming crypto traders. So in terms of artists, I think they're going to all become more independent. Like you don't need the big labels and stuff like that, right? Everybody's going to become more independent, sell their own music, NFTs, raise funding pretty much on their own projects and then keep continuing re-releasing. And crypto is the avenue that lets you do that. Yeah, and crypto kind of opens up the avenue so you don't need all that. Like before, you could an artist to raise money, like you'd go on a tour or something, and you not have to raise physical cash yeah. at a concert. But now you can do online concert, drop a few NFTs, and raise some some capital right there to help you out. And then you're off to the races. Any yeah. uh, any artists that are really trailblazing the space that you look up to right now? Um, I don't I don't know. Like the, the, what I like most, I don't think it's any artist individually because I 
like why I kind of separate the artists that I would listen to versus what I see people innovating. But yeah, there is quite a few artists that I see innovating. Like I wouldn't, I don't, I don't listen to their, their music on a daily, but I just follow to see like, okay, this guy's really started with here, but now he's here. He's really pushing to get a better understanding in how crypto works. Right. Yeah. Let's move, let's move forward. And well, I guess one more thing about the whole music and, and, and NFTs and crypto. I had DCL blogger on the pod and he is a Decentraland guru, one of the OGs in Decentraland. And he was talking about how artists are going to be throwing virtual concerts in Decentraland. Have you yeah. heard have you heard any stuff like that? Like would you ever would you ever do a John Doe concert in Decentraland? Actually, I, th- I that's a good idea right there actually. But at Decentraland, I did hear there's real estate, there's so many things on there and I'm like that's 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 the way the world is going to work or heading towards within the next uh, generations that come with it, how we evolve and stuff. Like, have you watched the movie Ready Player One? Oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's some real so shit. Like, I think I think we're, we're we can head that way. An artist will throw virtual concerts. I think you you could probably it'll probably have a better reward, risk, and enjoyment doing that than in person uh, concerts. But yeah, in person is also great too, right? Oh, I've been. I, I'd I'd spend a stupid amount of money to go see someone I love in person yeah. right now. Yeah, you exactly. Know, we haven't done that in forever. Yeah, with um, COVID. Tell me about the name though, John Doe. I love the name. Like again, if you were to ask me why John, like John Doe is the famous, like you know, you, I don't know, you stories you hear you check into a hotel, you don't want to give your maybe you're going in with a lady of the night, you don't want to give your actual name, and you know, like the yeah. John Doe kind of thing, or it's like. You see credit card companies put on the fake yeah, credit card. John Doe, yeah. right? So like and then there's yours, which is like John Doe, like get that bread, get that Doe, cake. Yeah. Like is yeah. that what is that what it's from? It's weird. The name kind of evolves with me because there's I've I've tried to push it, push it away, but it always pulls back. Like in the beginning, when when I was just music, John Doe, I I had that name because people were asking, like, who is this guy? They didn't know who I was because I was just posting online like my songs and this, yeah, and this. Yeah. who is this guy? So, and then it was like, Oh, you don't know John, John Doe. So, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the Doe part. Yeah. I just spelled it D O U G H because though, obviously as a musician growing like that young, the goal is, yeah, to get, to get money, right. Get that dough. So, and then as I got into crypto, I was like, should I change the name? But, and then crypto also same thing, money and dough and like, and you don't know who it is anonymous. So it's like, <laughs> The same thing. It's just I'm like, it's like, oh man, this this name just keeps. This is this is who I am. And then as I just kept growing as a influencer or whatever you would call it, trader, it just suits suits me. You know what I mean? That was it. The rest is history. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Um, tell me, tell me about some of the partnerships you worked on before we get into the day trading stuff, which I really think should be the bread and butter of this pod. So many people dream of being day traders. You have all those traditional day trading clowns that you used to see on, you know, Insta, Twitter, Facebook, whatever the case may be. Uh, I think like Timothy Sykes or whatever, he was one of the classic ones, Timothy Skies. I forget his name, but I remember being in high school and and he being like, oh, trading currency, you can make like 100K every day. Like, you know, the clowns like that. (laughs) Yeah, it's not not what people think. No, and then there's guys like you who've actually done it. So before we get into that, I want to talk about some of the partnerships you got going. Right now, you're a, again, pretty big influencer, 100K followers on Twitter, and you have a pretty sweet gig with currency.com. You are doing all of their, a very good chunk of their crypto analysis. How did that mm-hmm. partnership come to fruition? Did they go to you and attack you in, you know, in a good way and bring you on board? Was it just an offer you couldn't refuse? Um, and tell me what other partnerships you got cooking on the back burner. So, as with, with currency.com, it started, um, what year was it? It was right when they were launching, actually. So I was using, I was trying, it was right when like leverage trading was popping off for Bitcoin and crypto. And I, I was using all the other platforms, trying them out, but none of them really were like a great fit for me. I didn't really find like, like them. So, and then eventually I was like, I could, what if I just use the strategies that I know to trade traditional markets using uh, crypto without having to sell it. So, and then I was trying to find a platform and then I came across currency.com. And I was like, oh, I can hold my Bitcoin, but I can trade the S&P 500 and thing, and, or I can trade this stock. So I was like, oh, let me sign up for this site. So I signed up, 
started using it and I was like, oh, this is actually really good. So and then I just slowly started sharing like my experience on there and things like that. And then we, I came across the CEO, we talked, we had a conversation and then it just kind of naturally grew the relationship. I just, I was a, I was a customer first, like I used like a trader first using the platform before I really got on board with the team. And then we talked a little bit and then I seen the potential for them and the things that we, I could help them out with. So, and then we started the YouTube channel and started doing analysis and I kind of just have grown overall in every aspect with them uh, since then. Yeah. It looks like you love it though. Every time I see yeah. you on YouTube, Twitter, you name it, you got the same green hoodie on that you're rocking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's like, it's, 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 it's weird. I've always like kind of dreamed to be like, I, at first I'm a musician, but I've always dreamed to be working in something like this, like presenting what I know. Cause I feel like I know, I know music. And when I present it in a music video or a concert, some, it's something that I know. And same with uh, analysis and looking at the markets, that's something that I, I know and I'm growing in. So it feels good to have a uh, partnership or a job or, or whatever doing that. Right. hundred percent. What other partnerships yeah. do you have cooking right now? And with the currency.com, that is more international, like, cause they're based in the UK, but they're planning on growing in the U S and Canada. So I'm helping out with those launches. And then in Canada itself, I did uh, recently start a video series with uh, Bitbuy, the crypto exchange. Oh yeah. I use, so just, I use Bitbuy. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just helping them out with their, um, uh, videos and marketing, things like that. What else? And then in terms of more partnerships is the main ones also is for that uh, music video that we mentioned earlier. I have a few partners for that. As of right now, I'm not sure if they're in the, if it's until we got more, until we're getting closer to the release, we'll make more announcements. Can't yeah, tell there's more goods. Gotcha. <laughs> Love that. There, there is some goods there, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be great. I'll show you, I'll show you a little bit more after this. Sounds good. Getting some backdoor yeah. info there. I love oh, it. Oh yeah. <laughs> talk to me. Talk to me about the whole day trading thing. Now, there's so many different ways we can take this topic. Such an interesting topic. I do a bit myself. Again, I wish I had more time. I wish I was better at it. I also get too emotional with it. I get mm-hmm. attached to the you know the coin. I'll wake up. I'll check my MetaMask. I shouldn't be doing that. You have a goal. Go with it. Again, day trading is a little different than the long term hodling. But yeah. if I was a rookie in the space, just getting into crypto. Can you sort of tell me a couple of your your main philosophical points and, and sort of pillars that you always recommend doing when day trading? Yeah, like the whole the whole day trading space, I think people take it too literal based on movies and stuff. They think you sit there for hours, like 24 hours, just looking at charts and stuff. When most of the successful day traders and bigger traders that I've learned from and things like that, most of them don't. They say the less screen time is the best. So, because right. your emotions are not involved as much, because the most important part is where you entered, where you put your stop loss, and pretty much you're either wrong in that trade or you're right. You don't need to to watch it, right? Because then you're when your emotions come in, you do things you're not supposed to do, right? So, I think if you are brand new coming into trading, you should kind of educate it yourself before taking any major risk, because day trading is not what people expect it to be, right? What else? Give, and, me, give me some more on that. And I say, I say within your first, like within your first year, you're going to have a pretty hard time, especially if you don't have any mentors who are looking to actually help you. Because if you're just looking on YouTube or joining courses and things like that, they're looking to make money off you rather than to just straight up help you. Like I've had, I've had so many people that I've, I've read books, like an audible, I listened to a book and I go on Twitter and I find the author of the book and reach out to them and just have a conversation, which is better than signing up for the courses and stuff because you just, you get to learn just directly from the guy and he's he doesn't gain anything by giving you any any information, right? Just pushing. So the, I think yeah, pushing some goodwill back to the world. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the best way to learn is anyone who's actually looking to help you then make money because with day trading you will it, it is an emotional ride like. When you when you get the big for everybody has that moment of drawdown where you're gonna be like oh like how do, how do, how am I gonna come back from this you just you feel like your life's over <laughs> I know that's that's yeah. that's tough so first one from first big tip from John Doe was stop losses for those at home stop losses for example let's say I'm 
choosing to trade a cryptocurrency that trades at $1 per coin at the moment. I want that coin to go to $1.50, $2, make my 50%, 100%, whatever you want to call it. I would set a stop loss at, we'll call it 75 cents. So if that coin goes down to 75 cents, the trade automatically gets executed and I have no shot of going below that stop loss. And again, you don't have, you, you choose where you want to put that stop loss. That is the best tip you can get. Any trader always have a stop loss. So shit really doesn't hit the fan. You just want a little bit of shit on the fan. You don't want it to be covered in shit. That is a great oh, tip. Yeah. <laughs> the next question I have is how do you pick your shit coins? Where do you find these hidden gems? Do you have any sort of influencers you go after? How do you curate your Twitter feed to, to really get the best ones? Like, how do you go about picking the gold nuggets in a world full of so much noise and not a lot of signal? So back in um, 2017, I was like the shitcoin collector. <laughs> I was, I didn't, I was so blind to certain things. And I was like, I, would, I wasn't even bothering with Bitcoin and Ethereum. I was just looking for the next 100x. And just my wallet was just like 30 shitcoins. And I'm just like, oh yeah, this is going to be sweet. And I think, yeah, you kind of just find a sentiment of where um, Twitter is going and where like low cap gems, right? You go on CoinGecko or CoinMarketCap, you go and look in the low caps and see, okay, this market cap super low. What does this coin do? And then, okay, is this something that is... Another thing that helps with shit coins is something that's cheap. Like if exactly, people will yeah. buy something that's... 0.0001 versus $100, something that's $100 to $5 that has way less supply and a lower market cap. It's just, it's a mentality. You got to kind of, I don't know, I, I don't know a better way to say this, but you kind of got to, you kind of got to dumb yourself down to be like, oh, if I was a noob, what am I going to do? It's <laughs> a great in point. This situation. Yeah, yeah. So when you, when you, when you see one of those shit coins and then it's like, oh, let me buy this. But I do be careful with them now. Before I wasn't, but now I'm pretty careful and I just keep, I keep risk minimum, but they are crazy risk rewards, right? So when we say shit coins, we're talking about, you know, almost every coin that's outside of, we'll call it the top 10, 20, 30 on um, CoinGecko or CoinMarketCap, which are really the two biggest and best sort of, um, I guess, charts and databases for every type of cryptocurrency. Tell me about what you do on the high end. If you have a coin that, again, we'll use dollar for the sake of ease, you buy it at a dollar and it hits, let's call it $2, $2.50, $3. You've already made two, 300%. What's, the, what's next on that? Are, are, you, are you taking half your bag out and, and playing with the other half? Are you taking out your initial investment or are you just you know YOLO hodling until it, until it hits rocket ship sentiment? So for shit coins, it's kind of like, you got to kind of think, okay, what level of shit coin is this? Is this shit that, can evolve <laughs> or is this shit that's just pure shit so it's like when you know the ones that are pure shit and you you're up five five x sometimes i get i do get greedy because i'm like i know some of these do 100x so it's like i know you might <laughs> it's like oh you already risked this much money on it might as well ride it out it's like i'm either gonna get scammed and they're gonna rug pull or it's gonna disappear or I'm just gonna hold on to it, but and then you got the higher class, let's say shit coins that are have potential and they're up there. Those I, I kind of put them in a in a bag that I'm like, okay, the profit if it's two x or whatever, I usually take that and move it into Ethereum or Bitcoin. Okay, good yeah. to know. Good to know. Um, on on the shit coin topic, I guess before we get in before we get into actual day trading applications, software and hardware. We got to talk about Dogecoin. I know you also changed your name to John Doge, which was <laughs> yeah. that was that was hilarious. Works works so well, so clean there. Yeah. How many Doge you got? Do you have a huge bag? I did, I did at the time. Like when there was um, it's funny. I'm pretty sure majority of the Doge that I had was sent to me. Well, I didn't actually buy because people would send it to me. So I had I had quite a I had quite a bit, and then. Sold pretty early, but I also opened a long position in Doge to kind of hedge that selling of what I was actually holding. And that one was, that was probably, I got to find the thing, but that trade, the entry was about at six cents. And I wrote it all the way to the top and just slowly skimmed, skimmed some off. But it was a leverage position. But yeah, it was pretty, probably one of my biggest trades this year. Nice. Yeah. That, that leads us to our next topic. Now, 
folks we're going to actually before we get into the next topic i want to do a quick shout out to our sponsors of the show coin poker john are you a poker or sports better at all are you a poker guy sports better guy no not really Dave. sports sports betting i have been because sports obviously just started up again so yeah i've been Slowly getting into that, trying to find crypto platforms that can offer that. Well, there you go. We have this, is, folks. This was fully organic too. We did not even plan this. But <laughs> yeah, John, that's weird. <laughs> John, we have a solution for you, and that is using CoinPoker.com. I absolutely love these guys. To the listeners, to the hardcore listeners of the show, you've heard me talk about them many times. They are the premier blockchain technology-based platform that was developed by an incredible team of poker lovers and sports gamblers. They offer all the best poker games out there, you name it. They also have an incredible sports book, super tight, lean spreads, cool bonuses and giveaways as well. The main in-game currency is USDT, aka Tether, which is back to the US dollar. They also have CHP, which if you're looking for, it's not really a shit coin because it's almost like a stable coin now. But when we had the sort of crypto crash a couple of weeks ago, CHP held strong and it is almost at the exact same level as it was before. That's a great little coin to get your hands on as well. That is the in-game coin. Coin Poker also offers secure and instant transactions in USDT, CHP, Bitcoin, Ethereum, you name it, they have it. Like I said, amazing company, tons of giveaways. They give away thousands in fiat every single week. It's fully secure. And one of the best parts, John, is no KYC. So you can just literally sign up an account two minutes, you're dancing, you're romancing, and you're off to the races. Um, before we get back into day trading, though, sports betting, what do you... Uh, Hockey, basketball, football. What do you do? Basketball, a little bit of football. Nice. Mostly, yeah. Who's winning the? uh, Who's winning it all this year? Basketball. I I got either the Lakers or the Nets. (laughs) That'd be (laughs) that'd be a great. That's what I'm seeing. That'd be a great final to watch. Yeah, that that would be a great final to watch. I uh, I I still think Brooklyn's gonna have it. Just if those three guys get get buzzing. Yeah, those three guys are healthy. It's gonna be a pretty pretty hard battle for any other team. They're obviously the, the, the top dogs. It would have been smart to sprinkle some money when they first all came together and lost what? It was like seven of nine or seven of 10. Yeah. And yeah. then they just turned their shit around. But yeah. um, one of the points that you talked about, which was a perfect segue into the coin poker ad read, because it is a full on gamble, unless you are a vet like our guest, John Doe, and that is leverage trading, which you spoke about. Folks, for those at home, leverage trading is when you can go 2x, 3x, 5x, hex. some exchanges offer 150x. I highly recommend not doing anything at all. And if you are, probably never going more than 5 or 10x. But John, if you could just quickly explain what leverage trading in is and how it allows users to either one, make so much money or two, lose so much money. Yeah, so so leverage trading on crypto platforms, it is, it is different on, uh, compared to some uh, platforms like for Forex and things like that. But yeah, it's pretty much you select how much leverage you're using for your trade or for your account, whether that's like you mentioned, 5X, 10X, 20X, 100 if you, if you're you got the balls. Sicko. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but and then you you use that leverage to leverage your, your position, basically give you a, high, a bigger position size so you get a higher return or you get a higher loss on your, your trade if you don't manage the risk properly. And that's probably... The most important in taking on leverage is probably the risk management because if you're let's if you're taking on a twenty x leverage but you're risking one percent per trade then you're, you're that's pretty it's that's pretty safe but if you're risking fifty percent of your portfolio and you're running ten x leverage yeah you're gonna you're gonna blow up your account and it's, can you tell our guests what happens let's say theoretically you're running twenty x leverage on fifty percent of your portfolio. What happens if that trade goes the other way? And so let's say you're 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 20x long, you think, you know, said coin, coin X is going to go up and not down. And that means for every cent that it goes up, you are gaining 20 cents instead 20, of one 20 cent. Times 20 times yeah. whatever it goes up. Now on the flip side, tell us what happens if it goes down and you are 20x long. So on the flip side, you're 20x long, half your account. And mo- most people who are doing this most likely don't have a stop loss. <laughs> so what? what <laughs> so what will happen is pretty much all your money will, will be gone. Your account will get liquidated. You're it'll head down to a certain price, the liquidation level. Once it reaches that level, there's no more any. Uh, there's no more margin in your account to cover your leverage position loan, as you would call it. And then yeah, your account balance is gone to zero, or in worst case, it also goes to negative. 
And that's when that's when you have to actually oh that's when the exchange will yeah that's when they will send you an email hit you up on Telegram Twitter you name it uh, and then they might send a couple guys to your house with baseball bats and <laughs> and they so, are yeah, yeah, yeah. yours <laughs> that's Nick. yeah. Highly recommend uh, doing a lot of research. Watch John on YouTube and many other vets before you jump into leverage. Any other tidbits of advice when using leverage? Yeah, I have a lot of tips, like you mentioned, on the Currency YouTube channel for leverage because that's pretty much all all I do on there. Yeah, like I think it is leverage is is, is delu- it makes people delusional because it makes you think, oh, I can make so much. But realistically, leverage is just there to give you a higher position so you can free up capital to have other other positions, right? It's not really there to make you make way more. It's, so you gotta kind of you gotta kind of learn the risk aspect first, I think, before even signing up or taking on any leverage. Besides setting a stop loss, what other tips would you give to someone getting into that, into the leverage trading? Into the leverage trading, I think the emotional part as well. Because like you can, if your timing is good and you do get a nice leverage position and you're, and you're new, you could be up so much and you'll be like, oh, this is easy. And <laughs> I think everybody goes through that stage too if you don't learn properly. You're like, oh, this is easy. I just made 20x just like that. And then your emotions are like way up here. So you're like, oh, okay. How are these guys not rich? And This is so easy. I can do this so quick. And then all of a sudden, as soon as you're wrong, and you got some drawdown happening, and then your emotions go from here straight down, and then you you do things you shouldn't be doing, and within within a day, or all your money's gone. Yes, <laughs> so that's that's very bad. the The name of the game is one: set stop losses. Two: take your emotion out of it. Always be willing to lose whatever you put up, because never bet the house, never do anything that yeah. can get you or your loved ones into trouble. Always be super responsible. Know what you're getting into and again you got to have those stop losses on always yeah. always always that's your get you out of jail free card too. yeah like, another thing i noticed me too even even now i still get emotional like i i, I looked at my my system performs it outperforms me and it's i'm the one who, who made the system because there's no emotions in that system it'll just stay consistent and i remember in the beginning when i was thinking of different strategies i was doing al- algo trading so I, I, I talked with the developer and we kind of made a few algos for trading to trade automated systems. But and then, yeah, as that was in the early stages, so as I learned to kind of be more consistent and disciplined with the system, then you don't really need it. But I think if you're if you're for sure, you should stick to your system because the math will always play out more than your emotions. Very well. Majority said. of the time. Yeah. Very well said. That's that will conclude sort of our our day trading uh, expose of the day. I want to talk about becoming an influencer, and um, again, I know a lot of people cringe at that word, but it 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 really is the best word for for yeah. for what people like you do. You do have influence on people. They look to you for guidance. They respect what you mm-hmm. say. You have clout, and it's deserved. Without giving me the secret sauce, because again, it's you know, there's a difference between uh, what's the famous thing. Remember that video with the guy at Best Buy? He's like the difference between the sauce and the and the. There was some. Oh, I'm butchering this, but it, the sauce and the <laughs> and the and the juice or whatever the case may be. But yeah. without giving me everything, you know, what, what are the keys to becoming an influencer besides the original stuff like posting every day, providing value, consistency, brand, blah blah blah. Give me the sauce. Um, I think it's kind of. It it should it should come to you. Uh, it's kind of like a aha moment. Like you're you just you just continue doing what you enjoy, and naturally it'll sh- it'll show on you, right? Like I see a lot of more influencers coming up now, and it, and for me personally, I love I love seeing that. Like I see so many people coming up and just doing something great for themselves. Like that's what I uh, that kind of make pushes me to push further. And I think as the space grows. All the influencers will keep keep pushing, right? And there's so many different types. Like, there's not there is there's not too many music crypto. Like no. there is from the music side, but a blend of both. It's it's different. But overall, I think to be a crypto influencer, you just kind of have to stay 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 up to date with everything that's happening and just be be legit. Don't don't get involved in all the the drama and the scams and don't think about getting rich quick. Think about becoming valuable, providing value to people. And I think that's probably the most important aspect for the crypto space, especially with the growth that has happened. 
Is it is it tiring for you pumping out content every day? Oh yeah, like I sometimes like it's I'm like I wish there was like 35 hours in a day. <laughs> it's 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 hard. Like it, you know, and we're planning on the new launch for currency and everything like that and the, the bit by stuff. There is there's more content to come. So there's more to come, but I'm like maxed out hundred percent. So it's like, ah. Oh. Tell me tell I wish me, there was more time. Tell me about your hardware setup. I guess hardware and software. What are some of the key pieces to the puzzle when cranking out content? Like I see your background right now. You got the yeah, you got the, the you got the green screen in the back, you got the sick headphones, like you know, you, you got the clean shave going on, you get the yeah. <laughs> as fresh as a cut as you can have for being in Canada because everything's closed right now. Like what what's yeah. what's the sauce to the uh to the hardware and software setup? I think I got I, I think I got lucky because I came from music. So mm-hmm. I already knew music videos, performing. I'm like, okay, like I'm, and even me, like I used to engineer my own songs, so I would know mix mastering all all those things. So I already had that experience. So I got lucky in that aspect of knowing, okay, I need this light, this mic, I need two screens, three screens. I need, and I'm and I'm pretty, um, I'm a computer geek, so I know how to build computers. So that was pretty easy too. I got lucky for the for the rookies at home though. Like, are, are there any like what, what program do you recommend for recording? Is there a go to mic you have? Go to headset? Like anything that you can give a little one minute spiel on software hardware? For software hardware, I think for recording, I use uh, OBS Studio. Overall, I think that's 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 pretty much the every streamer you'll see them using OBS or recording for camera. I've tried a Canon, but right now I'm using the Sony. I think Sony, yeah, produces pretty much the best quality. And webcam, I got the Logies. I think this C920, it is. Yeah, that's the one. And then for mic, I got this. I got it on Amazon. Is this a Booyah mic? It is pretty clean. I like the one you got, though. That one sounds nice and crisp. Yeah, this, what is that this, one? this is the Joe Rogan Shure SM7B. Or okay, SMB7, I, I gotta, whatever it is. Yeah that, yeah, that one sounds clean. It's a good one. I got. I have this and then the Focusrite, but... If I wanted to get the the uh, you know the, the streamer Logitech camera going, you set that yeah. up. I see streamers with that. They're, they put that on their computer all the time. It's not even like you know I'm you and I are looking at each other. I'm looking at you through my MacBook Air computer. Yeah. You know, camera. It's a piece of shit though. Like, what's what, how do you set that up? Yeah, I got the Logitech right now. It's right on top of my screen. I have I have it connected to OBS, and that's why I said OBS. You can mm-hmm. stream directly live feed. And you can adjust everything in there. And I think if you have good lighting, realistically, with most cameras, you will have good uh, good picture quality because it's t- 1080p. And if you're shooting 30 frames per second, yeah, it'll it'll look clean. Okay, so good lighting. So what? Just a couple like you know Amazon TikTok lights. Yeah, I got the um, brand is this newer. I think it's yeah, big yeah. LED panels. I got those, and I got a. Uh, Glamcore light. They're all all, LED, all those LED ones that are adjustable. Uh, they all work best. Does that not uh, does that not like hurt your eyes staring at those things all the time? It did in the beginning because like even right now I got I have them. And in the beginning it hurt, but now I kind of ignore. It. I even forget when it's on. Sometimes when I'm done shooting, I'm editing. The lights are still on, but it does get it warms up the room. But here in Canada, it's it's cold, so yeah. I, I don't it, <laughs> even. It just snowed last week. Craziness, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. So I like lights keep the room warm. <laughs> what, tell me, tell me some. What are again, fellow Canadian as well from Toronto here? What's what are some of the things Canada can do to really increase crypto adoption? Because it just seems we're so far behind, like every country. I think what is needed right now for Canada is if you are an upcoming influencer or anything, just keep pushing because your people look at other parts of the world and they think, oh, I'm, I'm dragging behind. But no, you're not. Like. The growth right now is going to continue and Canada needs the influencers and uh, the podcasters like you, everybody to just keep keep growing, right? Because we'll all grow grow together. No one's going to just outpace someone else just because in here in Canada, I think collectively as we all connect with each other and keep growing, that is most like the most important. And then also providing value to like people who are looking to get into crypto, you can quickly show them how to sign up for this yeah. exchange. What resource to look at YouTube channels, things like that. Nice. Do you have any like? I'd say you're probably the biggest in the space, but are there any other Canadian crypto influencers you recommend or just take a look at? 
Yeah, there is, but like it's that's the thing about crypto. A lot of guys are just like semi-anonymous, so mm-hmm. I didn't realize there's so many. There is quite a bit of Canadians. Like I've talked with a few exchanges actually, like that are not even. There are pretty much anonymous exchanges, but and then I found out they're based in Vancouver and blah blah. blah. I'm like, I'm like, what? Really? <laughs> I, I would. I'm like, I would. I had no idea. And like, even there's a lot of the influences. They're all same thing, based out of Canada. So there was quite a bit of Canadians. And Vitalik, he he was Canadian. And when I talked with uh, Mike Novogratz, he even said he was like a lot of the Ethereum guys and stuff that he meets. They're all Canadian. So there is. There is the people here. It's just a fact of staying connected and continuing to grow, right? Yeah, no, very well said. John, this has been a treat. A couple more questions before we wrap up here. I know you're a very busy guy. What's what's in your crypto bag right now? As much as you can tell me. What do you have in there? Um, so there is shit coins. I don't know if you if you want to hear about the shit coins. Yeah, give, it, give them to us. What do you got? Everything. Okay, so I got, I actually probably have to pull up my wallet. I have a shit coin wallet in them. Main coin wallet. But <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So main things I have is Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin. I'm expecting Litecoin to really take, pop off this year. Why is that? I got Lite. Because they have the Mimbo Wimbo update coming in. I've been doing, well, I do analysis on it, keep tracking up the chart and the trend that the trend line has been following. Seems like it's, it is going to have a nice price discovery past all time high. Nice. Yeah, and then so Litecoin also here, um, and then Solana. That's one that really popped off. This oh yeah, year. I missed that on yeah. the Solana bag. Yeah, yeah, Solana like that one. It was like what was that two dollars? And a friend said, "Hey, buy this," and I was like, "Nah," and I pushed off. I ended up buying later at like fourteen, but I moved Solana into Ray uh, Radium. Yeah, because it's the ecosystem for Solana is starting to grow. So it is. I moved that into Radium, and Radium is pretty much like how Uniswap, PancakeSwap is. So wow, good to know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Radium, and then obviously some Doge. You still holding? I I still have a little bit, but I'm not I'm not like holding to be like oh yeah ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of I, when once things get dangerous like that with too much influence, I'm like. Uh, it's too, it's you. You can't really have control of what's gonna go down. You're just like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, what's happening here? Yeah, and then also there is some like I have one wallet where there is coins that people send like, oh, have a look at our token. So there are those as well. But there's I, I guess many. you keep all those, right? Like, why wouldn't you? Yeah, sometimes I'll keep them. I'll look at the tokenomics, but sometimes I don't even care to check them out. To check them out. That's how and that's then, how you know you've made it when people are just firing tokens <laughs> to you. So that's that's another thing, folks. For those at home, the reason why John can get free tokens it's it's sort of similar to an e transfer in Canada, I guess, uh, which would be similar to um, oh, what's the Cash App and you know in the states. If they have your username, you can, to my knowledge, you can send money to anyone in Canada. If you have direct deposit enabled on your e transfer, if I found John's email, which I have, and he has direct deposit enabled. I can mm-hmm. send him money and it will go directly to his account. The crypto version of that, I'll use Ethereum for the sake of ease, but if John publicly posts his Ethereum address in you know, his MetaMask wallet, I can send him any ERC-20 token. So any yeah. token that runs on the Ethereum blockchain via ERC-20, I can just send him that token and he doesn't even have to accept it. It just shows up in his account. Shows up my wallet. That's, yeah. what, that's what happened with Vitalik when he received, I guess, you know, a billion dollars worth of Dogecoin and Shinu Ibu. So, um, yeah, I guess that's how you know you've made it when people are firing your coins for free. Not bad. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but like, but like, yeah, a lot of them perform okayish, but it's, but it's also like it's a new space. That's there's a reason why they're sending them to you because they want you to. They need they need help, right, to push them and things like that. Of course, there's an there's another one too that I did go pretty big on is uh, ACXC ACDX. It's like an, it's a new exchange derivatives exchange. So that one, I think that's probably one of my biggest. Long-term holdings, right there. Right. Okay. Good to know. I I, yeah. I can't give you any more free uh, free bag FaceTime. There, we gotta we gotta we gotta end the bag stuff. But this this has been awesome. A couple quick rapid fire questions. Twitter feed, your news feed. Who 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 are your your biggest follows? Who are the most reliable? Where do you get your best stuff from? I know everyone, literally ninety nine percent of people I spoke to, I speak with, 
within the cryptosphere, they all get their shit from Twitter. It's the space. You get it quick. You get it right most of the time. Where do you get your mm-hmm. stuff from? Who do you follow? Who gives you the goods? I just, yeah, kick that homepage and there's, there's a solid, there's, just, there's always those, it's weird. It's kind of like, like a robot. I click the homepage and then there's a note, there's the same people that I look at. I'm like, oh, what's he talking about That's today? Same with me. Yeah. Yeah. Like I have this one guy, uh, Crypto Burb. I'm not sure if you know him. Is he good? Oh yeah. He's, he's all good. And each person has their own sentiment. So you can kind of look like you can eventually you kind of learn a trend between what this person's saying, what this person's saying, what this person's saying, and then like okay, the market's mo- is is moving like this, and then there's also uh, what's his name, Pomp. Oh, Pomp, yeah, you know, Pomp. Oh, yeah. yeah, he 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 doesn't post like technical stuff, but he kind of I remember that he's he's saved me in a few a few times actually from his tweets because I would wake up in the morning and he's I guess he's in the Eastern time, so he's ahead. Yeah. And I would load my feed, and then he'd be like, "Oh, PayPal announced this," and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> hammer away!" <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "Oh crap!" Pull up my chart right away because sometimes, like everybody right now, crypto, you're looking at your phone in bed, laying there, hundred <laughs> percent, always. Yeah, That's, yeah. So it's like when yeah. you have those people who tweet right away, and you have, and you, it gives you more push. Oh, go look at my chart. What's going on? Because I, I do chart trade strictly like what my chart says, but yeah, it's good to know. It helps my mental sentiment to know what's happening on Twitter too. Well, you're doing the quan and you need some qual. And that's what Twitter's all about. Twitter gives you that yeah. qualitative info. Folks, yeah. I highly recommend one. Again, I've spent years on my Twitter feed. Everyone has spent years on their Twitter feed. But one of the best ways is literally go to people you admire and look at who they follow. Mm-hmm. Go to their yeah. list if they have their list public. See which people they follow. Literally click on every single profile. Take some time. Spend. I, I highly recommend putting hours into your Twitter feed. Just like John talked about, is the quickest way to get information sent to you. Um, and again, Twitter has so many different ways that they could actually make the product itself, the Twitter app, an incredible you know thing. More incredible Perfect, than it is, yeah. but they just they're, yeah. out, they're out to lunch. You know, Jack Dorsey's like <laughs> Jack Dorsey's getting getting baked and and working on Square and doing yeah, LSD like, and working. You know, he's <laughs> he's he's doing his own thing. But um, it's funny. I was I was thinking of a um, platform for trade for crypto, but for uh, like like something like Twitter. But I realized like, man, Twitter's you can't beat Twitter. No, it's as soon the as best. they do. As soon as they do it, it's it whatever product you make is done. You know what I mean? And it's hard. It's going to be hard to get that adoption. What's it called? EOS made voice. Have you heard of it? Yes, I did. Yeah. I, I have an account, tried it out, but it's just not, it's not Twitter. Oh, well, every <laughs> clubhouse tried to clubhouse signups have gone absolutely, you know, to the ground, but no one, yeah. I haven't used, I don't even use clubhouse anymore. I used it for two months back earlier this year, but yeah, you know, Twitter's coming spaces. out. It's, spaces. Yeah. It's just, that's yeah. just how it is. Um, we should, we should host a, a spaces one day. hundred percent. Let me know when yeah. I, when I get back yeah. to, I'll be back in Canada after a Bitcoin conference and uh, I got to do my two weeks mandatory quarantine, which is again, bananas. I just crazy to think about, but the two weeks mandatory quarantine. And as soon as that's done, I'm going to, I'm going to try to be a John Doe and I'm going to start cranking out content. Yeah. You know, yeah I, I think. I've, I've been in Florida for the last six months, so it's time to, uh, time to start getting some content going. Oh yeah. And you'll be out on the East coast. So yeah. We'll have, We'll have that connection, that bridge. Hundred percent. We'll ha- all have the. Yeah. Hope I'm going to try to have the CN Tower in the background, new place that the late, <laughs> that the lady oh, yeah, and I got's pretty nice. awesome. So that'd be sweet. But John, this has been incredible. A couple quick rapid fire questions before we wrap up. Bitcoin, 100k. When's it happening? Give me a month. Uh, a month this year or next year? Just give nope. me a month. Give me a month. Uh, let's say November. Oh, 2021. You would you would make my year if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> November 2021. Let's do it. I would love that. And question for my Canadian listeners, our Canadian. Listeners, excuse me. Are you invested in any publicly traded companies, more so in Canada, that have Bitcoin on their balance sheet? That have Bitcoin on their balance sheet? Yeah. No, um, not that I know publicly. Like I do trade stocks, but like right now I'm holding a position in Tesla and Twitter. But no, I don't really have any private, like like smaller investments in companies doing that. But for sure, that's something that I'm looking for. Check them out. Just keep an eye out. A lot of a lot of people don't know that you can in Canada. We have. A something called a TFSA, a tax-free savings account, and an RRSP, a registered retirement savings plan. Those are tax-free investment vehicles. I believe it's the same one in the States. It's like the whole 401k thing where you can invest tax-free. Um, you don't have to pay those cap gain taxes. And there's companies like Cypherpunk Holdings, which is 
a you know a penny stock on the Canadian st- stock exchange, which has 350 Bitcoin on their balance sheet. Um, you have Hut Mining. You have you know Mike oh, yeah, Nograt. You have lot. you have Mike Nograt's company. Um, Galaxy. So Galaxy yeah. Galaxy Digital has done incredible. Shout out Mike Nograt. Appreciate the bag on that one. So there's a lot of really cool companies. And if you want to learn more about those, head on over to. Uh, BitcoinTreasuries.org. It's sort of a gold mine list that not a lot of people know about, and has all of the publicly traded stocks that hold Bitcoin on their balance sheet. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out. I didn't even I didn't even know Canadian companies were yeah. starting to, to do that. Yeah, that's- tax tax free into uh, into Bitcoin. Cypherpunk Holdings is probably my favorite one. Um, but yeah, I would uh, like I should probably be paid from Bitcoin Treasuries there, giving free <laughs> shoutouts. I think I think it's like a public. Um, not publicly traded, but public is in like almost like an open source company where you know they just do it for the for the greater good of the people. Um, last question, John: Who is Satoshi? Um, who are Satoshi? <laughs> you think it's a group? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a group. I think um, like Hal Hal Finney was one of the early people. I think he he definitely is part of that that group. I don't, and the initial person, I don't know if they're alive or dead or where they are, but they're watching or could be listening right now. Love that. Maybe, maybe in my music video, we'll, uh, I'll put, do a little secret release. Maybe I know something. Love that. <laughs> what a treat. And lastly, before you go, can you please tell our guests where they can find you on social? So on social, you can search everything real John Doe, R E A L J O H N D O U G H Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I don't really use Facebook, but, uh, yeah, Twitter, and Instagram mostly. And that's where, where you can find me at. and YouTube. Uh, youtube.com slash John Doe live. And yeah. Are you not on TikTok? Um, I have a TikTok account. I just, I, I want to, bu- I haven't really capitalized off it yet. There's, there's different, I, I'm probably slacking, but yeah, but man, you, to- you can dance and sing. You got to get on TikTok. What are you waiting <laughs> I know. for? I'm, I'm probably, it's just, there's so much content right now. And like with YouTube is like, the, one of the most uh, the, the new university they call it. No, it's true. YouTube but, university. Yeah. But, uh, but TikTok. On, on TikTok, you dance for ten seconds and you can get a million followers. Like it's yeah. I know? know TikTok is definitely super valuable for influencers right now. So all the influencers or people want to grow as influ- influencers listening. Yeah, I would take the TikTok avenue if I could, if I could reset. That would have, would have been the avenue to start at. Hundred <laughs> percent. Love yeah. that, John. This has been an absolute treat. So good to catch up. And uh, you and I will be banging out some content in the future, oh, Canadian yeah. style. Yeah, Love this, that. this is fun. I like this is probably one of the nice chill podcasts I've done. Appreciate it. Nice and natural. Appreciate that, John. You're the man. Appreciate it. And we'll keep in touch. All right, man. Folks, this was the Crypto News podcast with John Doe. You can check him out on all socials. The Links to his socials will be in the show notes. Hope you enjoyed listening to this one. I had a blast. Always good to catch up with a fellow Canadian and a crypto influencer who's absolutely crushing it in the game. Phenomenal guy. We will have more phenomenal guys and gals on the pod. As you know, we drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning. We would love if you would subscribe. Love you. Appreciate you. And hopefully you have a wonderful day, afternoon, night, and we will keep in touch. All the best. Bye-bye.